This is My Child Will Thrive, and I'm your host, Tara Hunkin, nutritional therapy practitioner, certified GAPS practitioner, restorative wellness practitioner, and mother. I'm thrilled to share with you the latest information, tips, resources, and tools to help you on the path to recovery for your child with ADHD, autism, sensory processing disorder, or learning disabilities. My own experiences with my daughter, combined with as much training as I can get my hands on, research I can dig into, and conferences I can attend, have helped me to develop systems and tools for parents like you who feel overwhelmed trying to help their children. So sit back as I share another great topic to help you on your journey. It's episode five of the My Child Will Thrive podcast, and here's what's coming up. What functional neurology is, is the clinical practice based on neuroscience principles and research where a clinician can assess all regions of the nervous system. A quick disclaimer before we get started. My Child Will Thrive is not a substitute for working with a qualified healthcare practitioner. The information provided on this podcast is not intended to diagnose or treat your child. Please consult your healthcare practitioner before implementing any information or treatments that you have learned about on this podcast. There are many gifted, passionate, and knowledgeable practitioners with hundreds if not thousands of hours of study and clinical experience available to help guide you. Part of our goal is to give you the knowledge and tools you need to effectively advocate for your child so that you don't blindly implement each new treatment that comes along. No one knows your child better than you. No one knows your child's history like you do or can better judge what is normal or abnormal for your child. The greatest success in recovery comes from the parent being informed and asking the right questions and making the best decisions for their child in coordination with a team of qualified practitioners in different areas of specialty. Now on with the show. Welcome back. I'm really excited to talk to you today about an area that I have focused on a lot lately, which is the application of functional neurology and the rehabilitation programs that uh, they teach to help my daughter. I have been talking about this a lot in the My Child Will Thrive Village Facebook group and uh, when I've been emailing parents and everybody has expressed a really keen interest in learning more about this as it is a developing, it's been around for a while, but a bit, but a developing area of focus and um, there's lots to learn about it. So what we're going to talk about today, first of all, what neuroplasticity is and why functional neurology can leverage brain's ability to change or neuroplasticity and what, what exactly functional neurology is and what types of therapies that a functional neurologist would use if they worked with your children and how the functional neurologist goes about assessing your child to see what would work or wouldn't work for them. And in the end, why some kind of neuroplastic intervention or the application of functional neurology is essential part of our children's recovery. So let's start out talking about what exactly neuroplasticity is. If you haven't heard me talk about neuroplasticity before, um, or the term is new to you, let's just give you a quick summary. For a long time, uh, the medical community was of the belief that the brain was hardwired, meaning that you were stuck with what you were given, and or if you sustained an injury to the brain, you wouldn't be able to recover function that was lost in that accident. More recently, however, in the last 40 years or maybe a little bit more, research has established that the brain can change uh, for better or for worse uh, throughout a person's life. It's only been more recently, though, that this concept has been fully accepted in the medical community 
And now many therapies and treatments are being based on the principle of the brain's plasticity. In particular, um, Dr. Norman Deutsch has written two of my most favorite books, um, which I give his gifts all the time to people, explaining and exploring the wonders of the brain's ability to change. And the, his first book was fittingly called The Brain That Changes Itself. And the second one is called The Brain's Healing Way. And if you haven't read those, I really highly recommend uh, picking them up and just go to the um, notes on this podcast on the website, uh, the My Child Will Thrive website under podcast to get a link to those books um, if you haven't seen them before. If you want to learn also more about neuroplasticity in particular and and why I think it's so important, you can also check out uh, a previous blog post I did entitled Neuroplasticity, Finding Hope with Setbacks. And we'll also link this up in the show notes for today's podcast. The brain's able to change and we are able to leverage, you know, that plasticity in the brain. How do we go about doing that? And who, who does that? One of the areas of focus in terms of types of practitioners that are out there are functional neurologists. And what functional neurology is, is the clinical practice based on neuroscience principles and research where a clinician can assess all regions of the nervous system for weaknesses, where they're looking for functional weaknesses, and devise a treatment strategy to leverage the brain's plasticity to improve uh, that neurological function. So instead of looking at the pathology of the brain, it's looking at the function or the output from the brain's workings. I think we sometimes forget when we're so focused on the biochemical aspects of the recovery of our children uh, through biomedical and nutritional protocols, which I'm a big believer in, that the nervous system is also essential part of their recovery. It is more than just adjusting, dressing the chronic sympathetic state or the flight or fight our children live in. The nervous system controls and coordinates the other bodies, organs, and systems. So if we can rehab the nervous system that's gone astray, in addition to addressing the biochemical imbalances and the immune and detox challenges, then the body will have a better chance to heal itself. I'll talk a little bit more about those types of issues um, and how they impact each other later. The man that's most credited with developing the practice of functurology is Dr. Ted Carrick, who's been researching and teaching this methodology since the mid-1970s. Let's talk a little bit about what exactly a functional neurologist does to assess your child. So how are they, what are they doing in order to see how your child's brain is functioning? Obviously, each practitioner will, will have their own unique approach, but generally speaking, they're, they're going to take a comprehensive history of your child, like most medical practitioners will, and then they're going to perform a thorough neurological examination, which may include things like um, evaluating their eye movements, assessing their posture and balance, um, testing their reflexes and strengths. In particular, they're often looking for retained primitive reflexes, which if you have worked with an OT in the past, sometimes uh, occupational therapists will also look for those and work on integration of them. If you have never heard anything about them before, I'll, I have a cheat sheet that, that will walk you through what retained primitive re- reflexes are. But in a nutshell, they are uh, reflexes that we all are born with as children, uh, sorry, as infants, and that we should lose. And those reflexes are there to keep us alive. Um, They are there as defense mechanisms until we can develop to respond appropriately to external stimuli. And if we don't lose those reflexes as we pass the age of one, um, between one and 18 months, then the brain doesn't 
develop appropriately because those reflexes impede our ability for our brain to develop and us to go out and seek the sensory environment around us appropriately and take those inputs in and allow the brain to learn. So one of the, one of the main things they will do is is look for those retained primitive reflexes in the, in your children and the severity of them. So I will attach a cheat sheet uh, to the podcast show notes so you can easily um, take a look at a quick reference guide as to whether or not maybe your child still has primitive reflexes that can be helped through uh, neurology protocol. In addition to that, they'll also analyze their body movements and see how that uh, reflects on their neurological function. So once all that's done, and the, the question always is, well, what types of therapies does a functional neurologist use? It really is a very customized approach for each child, depending on that assessment. They may require course strength training exercises in order to engage certain parts of the brain. If they aren't developed properly, that section, meaning the midsection of their body, won't be as strong as it should be. And you probably have noticed this in your kids, that the ones that slump forward when they're sitting in the desk can't hold themselves up. Um, there are a lot of midline or crossing the midline exercises. There's balance and vestibular re- rehab that are done. So the, the kids that have a tough time feeling comfortable in their space and have trouble with um, motion and spinning and other vestibular processing and proprioceptive problems. There are rehabilitation exercises for those. There are light, sound, smell, and touch stimulations that can be done in order to help with the integration of some of the primitive reflexes. Eye exercises that show, um, that help strengthen certain parts of the brain that will impact other types of function. Cognitive training, chiropractic adjustments in some cases to enhance the blood flow and the neural pathways. Nutritional and supplement recommendations is also a component of what a lot of functional neurologists do because they often incorporate functional medicine into their practice as well. And there are many tools that they use to do these types of therapies. Uh, And one of my favorite parts about it is a lot of this can be done at home at a relatively low cost. There are apps that they use for some of the eye training exercises um, or vision therapy software that can be obtained for low prices. There's a tool called the Interactive Metronome that sometimes both, um, well, speech pathologists, occupational therapists, or audiologists will use as well in their practices. They're using tactile soft brushing, so those just little tools. Things as basic as a yoga mat and your office chair that spins can be used to do a lot of the exercises that they will line up for your child, depending on their unique circumstances. A lot of people will ask, you know, because there are so many different options for therapies for your kids, why is this type of therapy essential part of their recovery? The way I look at this is, do we really know what comes first? Do we know if the dysfunction in our children's bodies are a result of what's going on in their brain or their dysfunction in their body is causing the brain to misfire. And I think from what we know now of the research and the clinical outcomes is that there is a bi-directional impact. And because we don't know necessarily what started that downward cascade of problems is that in addition to addressing the underlying medical issues that our children are dealing with, we have to look at the ones in the dysfunction that's actually in the nervous system, both in the central nervous system and the peripheral nervous system. The best example of this that I can give you, I believe, is vagal tone. So the vagal nerve, the longest nerve in the body, and it it impacts many functions in the body, but in particular, it impacts um, 
digestive function. So if you have poor vagal tone, then you're going to have poor digestive function. So this will result in a lot of things that we see in our kids, multiple gut imbalances, leaky gut, immune challenges, and everything that falls into line there, detoxification problems because their guts aren't moving and they're they're constipated all the time. And it's very difficult to fix these downstream gut challenges in particular without good digestion. And that can't be achieved long-term without a lot of interventions without good vagal tone. So because in, like, as I just mentioned, vagal tone impacts gut motility, which means it's really hard to fix constipation if vagal tone isn't intact. What I found over the years in a clinical setting with kids is that although we're able to make changes in the interim and have great impact on their gut health, and their immune health by doing a lot of nutritional and biomedical interventions, sustaining them seems to be really a challenge. So if we address the other part, which is retrain their brain, and in this particular example, work on vagal tone by doing some of these exercises and rehabilitation, then we're going to impact long-term their ability to keep their digestion on track, which will allow them to keep their gut health in line and therefore improve their immune function, and so on, and so on. That's one of the reasons why I have decided for my family in particular, and the people that I talk to about it, that doing some type of work on neuroplastic change and working on the function of the brain along with the function of the body, because they're so intricately connected, is really, really important. A question I get asked a lot is, of course, we always are trying to find great practitioners that can help us implement uh, these new therapies and protocols that we're looking into. So where I would start for this would be looking at the IAFNER website, which is the International Association of Functional Neurologists and Rehabilitation. And it's an organization that trains people in the practice of functional neurology and incorporates functional medicine into that work. And in particular, there is specific programs within that uh, taught by Dr. Robert Melillo and, uh, with regard to um, pediatric cases and uh, children with neurodevelopmental disorders. There is a member directory there, and that would be a great place to start. Keep in mind that there are practitioners that will work from a distance like I am right now. And if you uh, require a referral, please don't hesitate to reach out to me at the My Child Will Thrive website or through the My Child Will Thrive Village Facebook group. And I'd be happy to pass you along to people that in your area or someone that's willing to work with you remotely with your child. So that's it for today. I hope that's helped you get an idea of what functional neurology can do and how it can help your child. I hope to in the future have some functional neurologists come on to talk to us all about what they do when they work with our kids and how um, they've seen success in their patients and their practice. Look forward to talking to you again soon. In the meantime, please feel free to leave a review uh, for the podcast and also join us in the My Child Will Thrive Village and check us out on the My Child Will Thrive website. So that's a wrap. Thanks for joining me this week on My Child Will Thrive. I'm so passionate about giving you the tools and information you need to help your child recover. And as they say, it takes a village. So join us in the My Child Will Thrive Village Facebook group. 
where you can meet like-minded parents and stay up to date on everything we have going on at My Child Will Thrive. This is Tara Hunkin, and I'll catch you on the next podcast or over at mildchildwillthrive.com.